Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to a special edition of The Real Boys. I am, of course, your host with the most Phil Better, filling in just because they asked me to. Um, we're doing King Kong versus Godzilla. Godzilla versus King Kong. Who is the kaiju master? And uh, we're going to start it off right away. I'm going to pull in my boy Dan Levy from uh, the Oops Caught Me Smoking. Dan, you hosted last time. I'm taking over. Any tips for me? on how to battle this King Kong-type job. Just roll with it, bro. Roll with the punches just like Kong did. All right. All right. Never give up. There we go. There we go. That's all I got. So are you, were you Team King Kong or were you Team Godzilla? I was rooting for both of them, really. Was like, oh, okay. It was, it was a, like I said before, it was a roller coaster of emotions. There was ups and downs. All right. And okay. I, enjoyed, I enjoyed the movie overall. It was a good all one. Right. Getting ready to hear what else you think of the movie and some of the topics I wrote down here. So let's uh, send you on your little way and then bring up Dylan, who is the $10 word man, who uh, is our resident writer and critique of all things, you know, cinematography script wise, I would guess you would say. So from a writer's perspective, did they use too many cliches in this movie of God, monster versus monster? <sighs> um. <laughs> That's a really loaded topic. <laughs> I know. Uh, they did exactly what you need to do in a monster versus monster movie uh, for good and bad. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I like it. I like yeah. It. I'll say that right now. Um, I enjoyed the movie. I think it was exactly as like cheese ball over the top as it needed to be for something t entitled Godzilla versus Kong. Excellent. So are you a uh, team Godzilla, team Kong? Godzilla all the way from when I was like four years old. All right. All yeah, right. So Kong's we'll catch... fine, but Godzilla's cooler. <sighs> okay, you can go to the wayside. We'll jump on okay. to someone else. Uh, let's bring on Mr. Michael Kobe in the house. Mr. Kobe Hello. and your, your forest of Godzillas there. I love it. <laughs> How many Godzillas you got there? Like ten? Uh, just four. <laughs> four. These are the these are the ones I had handy. Oh, oh, oh whoa! So there's more. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm guessing you're in a. a uh, Godzilla aficionado um did you think this movie did justice to the Godzilla um I thought that this was like by far the best Godzilla movie since before that um uh, 98 that Matthew Broderick piece of shit <laughs> <laughs> wow this was the first one that like that like really captured like a Godzilla movie feel for me okay since since then since like the old old ones the classics okay. yes all right then uh, i'll let you go back and maybe find a few more godzillas in your <laughs> new uh, angle as we jump over to uh zach the tack who's in a cinema oh no sorry he's uh no. before you were at the cinema now you're yeah, uh, i've been in this battle you're, you're in the duking it out with the two, two kings so yeah did you feel that this movie really represented the core of these two kaijus I think this movie did a very good job at being a Godzilla versus Kong movie. Uh, I'm going to disagree with Michael Colby. I don't think, in my personal opinion, I don't think this was the best Godzilla movie. Uh, I don't think this was the best kaiju movie. But I will say that this was the best uh, monster fight movie we've gotten in a while, sure. All right. Respectable. Respectable. And uh, you team Godzilla, team King Kong? King um, Kong, dude. I'm all about Kong. <laughs> Team awesome. Kong all the way. 
Good. I love it. I love it. All right. We'll catch up with you in a little bit. And we actually have a special guest, ladies and gentlemen, from Record All Monsters podcast, the Kaiju Master himself, Mr. Robert Kelly. Hello, Phil. How, how are you doing? Oh, wait. Oh, we also, have, yeah, don't worry. I, I, there's someone else coming. I just completely <laughs> forgot about him as well, but we'll go with you because I'm rolling with it. I'm sorry. All right. Um, uh, so, Robert, you're the Kaiju yes. Master. You've seen thousands of kaiju movies. Where does yeah. this rank in the kaiju hall of fame, if you will? This is solid. This is a really solid one. I had a good time with it. Um, a lot of fun to watch the fights. I do prefer a lot of the older stuff, but this is a solid Hollywood recreation. Okay. Good. I'm looking forward to hearing more of your dissecting of this uh, movie because uh, you, you're specializing in kaiju movies. So we'll get back to you later. And uh, of course, last but not least... Um, I apologize. Mr. Johnny Blaze is in the house. Ladies and gentlemen, I apologize, Johnny. I, I completely forgot about you, and I feel horrible about doing that. It's all right. It's all right, man. It's all right. It's okay. Okay, good. So you before show, you were telling us you got to watch it twice, once without your son and once with your kid, who is now a King Kong aficionado. Um, yeah. Are you Team Kong or are you Team Godzilla? I've been uh, Team Godzilla since I was a kid. Okay, but the Kong movies did like uh, make me like him, so I, I found myself cheering for both. Huh. But if I got to pick one, I got to go Godzilla. Man, he's he's, okay. he's he's too much, too much. And in the Godzilla movie universe, where does this Godzilla versus Kong rank? Ooh. You can go uh, all of two. them. Top two. Top two. Yeah, right. I think this is one of the top two. I, I definitely I'll go with the top two. That last one, King of the Monsters, was pretty good too. All right. Okay. I'm looking forward to this. Let's bring everybody back into the panel, if you will. How did you forget Johnny Blaze? I am I I I'm a horrible person. This is my first time hosting a show. I've never hosted before. <laughs> Y'all um, all saw that. Y'all all saw that. Yeah. You know. I just can't do it like that, Phil. That's okay. I am a horrible host. Look, Dylan, kick me out. I shouldn't be hosting anymore. Oh, never again. You don't get Johnny, the easy way. Johnny off, does for the entire hour. I have Johnny to, does I have drop to. in and out like frequently, though. So <laughs> the one that, person that, who asked my back. That's the you should forget him, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love how the one person there when he was doing the introductions. There you I'm, go. Yeah, I'm I trying didn't to see give him. Phil the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> all right, team guys. Blaze. Team Blaze. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That's all right. I host next week, so I'm forgetting all you punks. <laughs> all right, solo <laughs> episode. Monday. Yeah, yeah, solo episode. I'll be here. I'll be here. All right, so Johnny, I'm gonna go with you. Um, what did so it starts off with the credits and all that with this Hollow Earth theory about like 1926, you know, it's an actual theory about all this stuff. And it plays an important plot point in this whole movie. What did you think of it? Like, was it an compelling enough for you or do you feel like it was took away from the actual movie? Well, this is what I thought about that. Uh, I did not see that coming at all. And I loved it. I think it would have been a pretty decent movie without that whole aspect of it. They could have just taken all that out and it just been the fighting, fighting, fighting. And then Mecca comes in and, all that, but then when they put that in there, I think that really is what made it. That's why I gave it the nine. Okay, like I, that just made the whole story because I didn't see that coming at all. I think that well, was okay. whoever so wrote it, that got a salute. It, 
Now, it did start on Kong. It didn't start with those credits, which I will say that that had to be the most, like, just jam-packed, uh, just explosion <laughs> of information in a, in a set of credits. It was two and a half movies, and then also recapped two and a half other movies in one set of opening credits. So, I mean, props to the credit people, because I was watching, I was like, yeah, okay, this one's dead, and yeah, then they went over here, and yeah, John Goodman's voice, I remember that, and then, oh yeah, this one's dead, and then check, <laughs> checklist this one's dead and oh kong is a god obviously i remember that and oh godzilla's here and then oh yeah obviously i remember this thing but uh no it opened and the cool thing that they did was they let us know that it has been 51 years uh since skull island so kong has been in that little dome uh for 51 years growing larger and larger because when you watch the one movie you're like the size just does not make sense to me i don't understand how they're going to to adjust to the size difference but uh allowing us to know that kong has been continuously growing for 51 years i thought was pretty uh, a pre pretty interesting thing and then exposition dump of uh, of of opening credits which i thought dylan was going to love <laughs> well, I kind of it it cleaned up all of the um generic non-toho kaiju from the last movie, like the big woolly mammoth gorilla, the big spider thing. It showed all of them as defeated, which was a really tidy way of getting them out of the movie for the rest of it, which was kind of hit or miss. Um I am curious what like Rodan was up to and like <laughs> some of the other like big name guys, but ultimately I thought it just kind of got that out of the way. So we could deal with Kong versus Godzilla. Okay. I like it. I like it. So like uh, Zach, you were saying it takes place uh, 51 years later from skull Island, but five years later from King of monsters uh, Kong's in the uh, 236 Monarch base. They're calling it. And uh, the daughter now, Michael, what did you think about the daughter being the last of the like the island people from Skull Skull Island, but also the adopted daughter of one of the main protagonists, human protagonists? Um, I will say that like one of my big problems with these movies lately is too much human stuff. <laughs> and these three were by far my least favorite humans in the movie. Like, I wanted to see so much less of these people. <laughs> so, <laughs> like... But, but where are you going to get your text messages from? <laughs> <laughs> I don't... I don't want it. I just... I just don't want it. I could have... I could have done without... Well, <laughs> most of the people. We'll get to the people that I did like later. There's actual people these, you like? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but these three people were useless through the whole movie oh uh, i see i've there was a question for both johnny and dan uh you guys what what flavor weed if you will what strain of weed would you pair with uh godzilla versus kong bro i'm not gonna lie to you i had gorilla glue <laughs> yeah swear to god Team it Kong, just happened Team to happen Kong. like that it just <laughs> nice Nice. Okay, gorilla glue. No, wait. Gorilla is that glue. is that a strain of weed, or were you like huffing glue? <laughs> <laughs> he was he was putting it on his hair and trying to become a meme. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I was timely. I would I would have to say uh, silverback gorilla. Okay. Nice, nice. All right, nice. I'm gonna jump down to my man, the uh, record all monsters, our kaiju master here. Um, what did you think of it? Like. 
what what did you think of it? Because I've heard, you know, it's kind of like Pacific Rim, sort of with the Mech Godzilla situation. You know, well, it's very like it? Pacific Rim in terms of its tone. It's, uh, you know, it's you know five years in the future from uh, uh, the King of the Monsters, <clears throat> and they have some more futuristic stuff in it. It's a little sillier than the other MonsterVerse movies, which have gotten uh, progressively sillier. But I think they've done it gradually enough that, you know, it's not total whiplash from King of the Monsters to this. If you went straight from 2014 to this, you'd be like, what the hell? <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, probably. Yeah. But with the two movies in between, it worked out pretty well. Uh, there's a lot of references in this movie, great subtle references to some of the other weirder movies Kong and Godzilla have been in. Uh, for example, this whole thing with them tricking... Um, tricking Skarsgård into getting King Kong into the Hollow Earth to dig for this element is straight, straight out of King Kong Escapes from 1967, which is absolutely bonkers. That features something called Mechanicong, uh, which is a <laughs> robot King Kong, uh, and the bad guy in that is named Doctor Who, but he's not the Doctor Who you're thinking of. <laughs> Uh, and this, ladies and gentlemen, is why I wanted him on the podcast. He has a <laughs> plethora of knowledge, and his podcast is amazing. So if you do love kaiju monster movies, this is the one to do it with. Um, what did you guys think of the podcast kind of little plot thing that was there? Because we're all podcasters. Uh, it was when my I favorite bro. It was yeah, your favorite? Yeah, 100%. He was my favorite character, the podcast guy. He was crazy. Yeah, yeah, funny. Yeah. yeah. Those I, those three, him and the two kids were like if it definitely was just like worth the time. No, no, no. Yeah. There's a couple more, but they're bad guys and they're later. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, Michael say, likes the bad guys. Of course, it makes sense. My, I will say, like he did he did have like a crappy laptop and I think a cell phone, and his podcast was way better than mine, uh, with a thousand dollar of equipment and everything else that I'm doing in the 15 podcasts. Uh his was way more intriguing, and I would definitely listen to that thing. And I was like, yeah. wow, the quality of this is amazing. The the My, podcast <laughs> sounded mint. That thing was yeah. beautiful. Like he's My in a car in traffic, quality, picks up sure. no background noise whatsoever. Yep. <laughs> Stop, top notch, dude. Top. Notch I need podcast. his rig. I need. Yeah, his I, rig. Need, I need his Whatever editor. He uses. I need his editor to get the sounds. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I did like that they were trying to bring it into more like modern times because the podcaster is the investigative journalist now. You know, with that. Um, but. But which is weird because in the in the recent Halloween remake, they they used the podcaster route, and I kind of thought that that was uh, a little bit lazy for some reason. Whereas in this one, I was like, oh, this actually is cool. This makes sense. I'm not I'm not they, really sure why, but it worked. Well, they go for the, they go for the goalposts with this podcaster. He's crazy. He and yeah. Billy Bobby yeah, Brown's yeah. character Madison, they talk about like fluoride in the water supply, <laughs> and they are full on conspiracy nuts. And I wrote mm -hmm. down, I'm like, I wrote down in my notes podcaster character is going to be popular and I, I, like him. I didn't like him initially when he's being all wacky and then it turns out it's all an act to get him out and mm -hmm. i'm like okay he's more than just a comedy bit he knows what he's kind of doing yeah um, when i saw when i saw it was it, that actor i was like oh dope this guy is gonna be so cool because he is such a great actor and i think that he's even in like the marvel universe like he's in the eternals uh so i was like oh this guy is just going up going up going up and he's everything he's in so far he's great so i was all about him he's well, hilarious in atlanta clear. and like i never once thought of you know how they always say the black guy dies never crossed my <laughs> mind with him 
No. Nope. Never no. once crossed my mind with this character. I was like, this guy's going to be here the whole movie. Yo, yeah. He's really yeah, good. He's definitely- he's yeah, go ahead, Mike. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, he's definitely the main ca- like character mm-hmm. of this movie. Right. Yeah. Main human character because Kong yeah, yeah, is yeah, the main human Kong character. is a protagonist. Yeah. Right. Well, and they make it clear that he is right about this one thing, and everything else you really need to take a grain of salt with <laughs> that he says. <laughs> yeah. And I found that very enjoyable. I saw this with some of my family members and uh they all know about they all know about my podcast and they were giving me so much shit when the movie ended. <laughs> you're you're out like, to your family? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had to be. Uh, but they they were just giving me so much shit. They're like, oh, that's you. <laughs> the best human character, so, so fine. <laughs> like, I wish. I wish. Yeah, I wish. Yeah, I wish my <laughs> podcast was that good. Damn. That guy's that guy's got content. <laughs> He knows how to run a podcast. Yeah. Right. Um, Not only that, he's breaking into facilities to get information. Yeah, man. I'm not up for that. I'm not up for that. I'm sorry. Too dangerous. I'm not in shape. If those those sorts of of facilities had as little security as the ones in this movie did, like, yeah, no problem. Like, I'll bust into into a top secret facility with like no security guards walking around. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> right. I just like break into Toho and take old scripts and movie right? props and stuff. And <laughs> I'm pretty sure know, yeah. movie theaters have better security than these uh, <laughs> or movie studios at least have better security. Um, The best fight. Okay. We're coming to the first fight scene, you know, you know, pretty badass thing, but uh, you have that callback with the green necklace that sedates you know kong which is like calling back to uh the 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 drink they used in the, some of the older movies you know they're not the juice from king kong versus godzilla from 1962 yeah there, yeah. there you go see <laughs> i also wanted him on because i would just say some and he would be filling out the rest of the details <laughs> um that first fight <laughs> is bad ass like it is one of the best scenes and uh, the director actually said he was paint the first scene you see Godzilla coming through the water, and that whole fight is an homage to God uh, to Jaws. Did you guys feel that it was like an, an homage to Jaws and like the beauty of that movie? I felt yeah, like yeah, it was a little bigger than a barrel. There was even a scene where like it showed Godzilla like swimming up and it was just that shot from like the cover of jaws. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, they, it, it was not, yep. it was not like a secret that that's what that was. <laughs> no, Godzilla looks great in this movie. Like he's, yeah. he's when he shows up, he shows up. Um, and I mean, it's I, for one, I'm time. glad cause I'm, yeah, I'm team Godzilla, but like even that first fight, which I mean is clearly kind of weighted in his favor. Kong holds his own pretty well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was sedated though. He was sedated. I'm saying it now. He was sedated. You know, he wasn't at his max. Oh, uh, he was he on was the middle of the ocean. Dude, that yeah, that like, was it was pure Dude, Kong. That- no, that fight though, like jumping from battleship to battleship, being underwater, and like you know, dude, that was a cool fight, and it was All a right. great way to. Uh, but I, but I will say the thing I took out of this movie was how friggin' intelligent Kong got. I don't know where he watches all these movies because obviously. <laughs> 
he watches Lethal Weapon because he knows how to fix like a dislocated shoulder. Uh, he, he uh, like he watches so many different movies to understand. Like he's like, oh, I know that the natural. I got to get out of this whole thing. So it, it's it's cool like how he evolves as a character because that dude like you can just watch him. He's like, okay, so I got to put this into this thing, and he's doing like Tomb Raider stuff with axes, and he's like, wait, this thing glows. Obviously, it's part of Godzilla. I'm so freaking dope, and I got thumbs. So how can you not be on Team Kong anyway? Uh, no, I, it was so cool watching him learn and evolve okay yeah i I agree with the the uh the like the learning in that and you know figuring out all the tools to like a real ape does you know like a real ape does figure this stuff out um it's a little sad that robert (laughs) jumped out but uh they figure out that they need to cut the engines or else godzilla is going to continue to attack them and then they it's another reference to the 1962 film with the balloons you know, carrying Godzilla across the city. They're carrying him to Antarctica, I think, or the Arctic, you know, where you have the hollow hollow earth theorist, you know, he dresses like Marty McFly. Um, Now, I have to point out, I have to point out with the... the the way they carry him in the net, very reminiscent of in the King Kong versus Godzilla from the 60s. Uh, They carry King Kong to Mount Fuji... In balloons, in a bunch of balloons, like up. <laughs> they <laughs> knock him out with here. the berry juice and they carry him over to Mount Fuji <laughs> where Godzilla's just walking around and drop him on his head. <laughs> and <laughs> it's beautiful. And I cheered when I saw that in the movie. And no one else understood. And I was like, <laughs> this is a callback to a classic. Yeah. Uh, you before. Before we move on um, from this fight scene with the battleships, yes, please. Can I just say the CGI in this movie is actually very, very good, mm-hmm. except for when Kong's fur is wet. Like his Listen. wet fur looked like garbage, and the water <laughs> that was like coming off of him was like falling in slow motion. And I'm like, that's the one thing they shouldn't have done was put the fur and the water with the CGI it just it was the only thing in the movie that didn't look good wow high praise high praise coming from Michael here I disagree (laughs) I think the CGI is fine it's not I don't think it's great there were several shots where I'm like this looks like something that was released direct to streaming Hmm. but yeah but but later yeah like later on they have kong's fur and it's matted and you can see it like it 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 always looks very good to to well well, it looks very good except for when he's in the water and it just then it looks like playstation 4 graphics (laughs) wow I mostly Downgrade agree with that, except I, I do think it, it looked pretty good underwater. The underwater stuff looked good, but when he got yeah. back up, it was a little... Yeah. It was a little sketchy was, when he got back on the boat, yes. I was too too really too enthralled to notice it the first time. I've watched this three times, once in the <laughs> theater and twice on HBO Max, and I'm going to see it again tomorrow night, so... Can you tell that he likes uh, kaiju movies, guys? <laughs> <laughs> um, by the way, Robert, are you Team Godzilla or Team Kong? So, um, the last text message I sent to someone about this movie was why my boys got a fight. But, um, <laughs> yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. But Godzilla mm-hmm. is, you know, the closest to my heart. He's, he's where it all started for me. So, you know, in the end, I got to go Godzilla. Okay. Um, 
So moving on, you know, they're, Godzilla is now on the hunt because he's heard Mecha Godzilla being turned up. So he throws up in Japan, starts causing a ruckus. And at the same time, you got our big king down in the hollow earth finally, you know. This is, a, this is a weird scene because when when Kong got or when uh, Godzilla got to Tokyo or, or Hong Kong and he started blasting the ground, I was like, oh, he's going for that layer or whatever. But mm -hmm. he went way past that <laughs> underground layer and went straight to Hollow Earth just to like sit, just like CB call uh, Kong. He's like, "Oh, I'm probably gonna need your help down there, dog. I need your help." Uh, he didn't even try to do anything bad first. He was like he's, straight to Hollow Earth. He's not calling yeah. for help. He's calling him out because that's before Mecha. Yeah, he's, gonna whoop his he's just like, "Hey, you, I, I'm coming." I, I thought I thought that the reason Godzilla went to Hong Kong was because they turned on the Mecha Godzilla that's underground. It. They did. That's why yeah. he went, but it was turned off when he got there. When he got yeah, there, I don't, he started yeah, I don't think he knew that that was a Mecha God. Like I don't think he knew what that was. He knew it was a kaiju. Oh, yeah. He knew he had to fight because the because well, uh, they turned it on. They're using the the skull to yeah. control what the Mecha Godzilla. Go ahead, Robert. I, I believe that they're they're saying that he when the it's on, he can hear Ghidorah's brain in some yep. way. Yes, yeah. he senses another yeah. alpha. Yeah, he's so, yeah, he, alpha. Type, here's another question though. Like, uh, what? Where was the third skull? Do we know what what happened to that third skull? Because that's the one. That's the one that they that he ripped off. Isn't that the in one the... they're looking for? Isn't that what they're looking for? No, so, I like, thought they, they were looking just for a power source. That yes. was like that was the which was in that, the hollow earth. But I thought which... I thought Ghidorah had three heads, right? He does. So there's <laughs> one head, there's one head in the mech, and then there's one head where the guy was sitting. I was just curious where the third head went. It's the next movie. It got oh, vaporized okay. at the end of the <laughs> King yes. of Monsters. It's oh, the one right. he vaporized he, by. Yep. Oh, okay, you're right. Yeah. You're right, you're right, right. Yeah, so you got That's the cool. The, the main baddie, Michael's favorite character, paying for the expedition or the going to the hollow earth and all that through Apex. And then, you know, he gets his uh, time to, you know, talk because Godzilla is called out the smartest monkey because he just found the axe that glows, which I thought was a fun scene. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and no, uh, I like, I liked all that. Like he got down, he's a, yeah. he's like, He's like, oh, cool. There's uh, monkey mountains down here. This is my place. And then he's like, oh, dope. I guess gravity's cool. So let me figure this out real fast. And then he flips over. He goes, oh, I guess this is my weapon. I'll just grab this. And then he's like, this is obviously my throne. Like, where else would I go? He goes, well, obviously this axe goes right into here. Like, he he does so much learning in, like, such a little amount of time. And I was like, I, I don't know if this is ridiculous or if I'm in love with this. And it turns out I'm in love with this. I've seen this movie three times. It is You're so love cool to me. Well, yeah. you're in love with how ridiculous it is. Yeah, absolutely. Careful, careful yeah, Chris Harvey may not be uh, be okay with that. We just need I, to. He's he, he's not watching this. You know that he doesn't. He I doesn't like the show. So <laughs> I didn't miss anything. He didn't have that axe with with like the Godzilla backplate before. No, he no, found, it, found it in the hollow. I was like, what? I, I was trying to asleep? figure out what it did you fall asleep again, Michael? I know it may I, have been a little no, no, no. I don't fall old. asleep during these movies. I'm not Chris Harvey. <laughs> Michael never he never falls asleep. I uh, barely sleep. Sleeps with his eyes open. <laughs> yeah. There's there's this misconception that these movies need like human character development, which has yeah. never been an element of kaiju movies made in America. All the character development, and this goes to Kong, which is him finding his throne, becoming King Kong, not yeah. submitting to Godzilla. 
and then taking up his homeland. Like this, the character development is all King Kong's. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah nobody else has yeah. an arc except for Kong. You're right. Yeah. yeah, which is unfortunate because the the guy who pilots Mechagodzilla, like that is an interesting character. Like that's who I want to know more yeah. about. Isn't but we know, funny? like, all we know is that he's he's looks badass and he pilots Mechagodzilla. <laughs> And I want the Snyder cut where that guy gets the cyborg. <laughs> the well, yeah, apparently cause... he's the son of the uh, the original yeah. scientist. That's all we yeah. know. Yeah, which yeah. is cool. <clears throat> but they do this thing and... where, like, they, they show when when he does the atomic blast as Mecha Godzilla, he almost gets like a drug high from it. And I'm like, what is happening? I need to know more about this world. Yeah. It's a great thinking... time. He's thinking maybe my dad will love me if I become Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> and he'd probably be right. Love me, but dad. unfortunately, love we me. spend all of our character development time on these three like bland people that are chauffeuring King Kong around. Yeah, they're and just the, de the and the deaf girl, which was one of the best characters yeah. of the movie. She was the deaf she girl was a great dope, character. So. <laughs> all yeah, right. The deaf girl was dope. I loved her. The second fight. Godzilla. Uh, Kong gets his ass kicked again. Yeah, in, yeah. in Japan, <laughs> you know, just gets his ass handed to him in Hong Kong. Um, yeah, then, then much... you get like, yeah, he get, dude, he gets blasted, and uh, <laughs> but also like he fights like an MMA fighter. He's doing Superman punches. He's like off half jumping off of, off of buildings. Yeah, I'm like, where does he know all this stuff? <laughs> like, what, whatever, whatever. We so don't see what know. he's been doing for 51 years in that dome. Like. <laughs> He yeah. may have just been Fire watching in. fight like MMA fights. <laughs> you could be watching Conor McGregor. You know, the I mean, they, yeah. they turn that they turn that screen into a big TV when there's an yeah. MMA fight. And <laughs> yep, we miss all go out and watch it. Montage. Yeah, he's just in there eating Kong popcorn, just watching yeah, yeah. he's fighting. Uh, but I did, I did like that thing. Uh, I mean, it's a, it's that weird movie, like sci-fi movie trope, where they turn any bit of technology into a defibrillator for some reason. Uh, <laughs> so I'm I'm always a fan of that. And when that happened, I was like, oh, Dylan probably loves this. this is <laughs> <laughs> I wrote down oh, in God. all capital letters with two exclamation points electrocution. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was so hoping that when Kong woke up from that he was going to have electricity powers like in the yeah. movie. Like, like the classic yeah. Too, like, yeah, yeah, just, yeah, he turns <laughs> into Thor at the end of Endgame. <laughs> Which we did have a callback to that movie. Uh, we had a lot of callbacks to the movie but specifically yeah. using the axe the, the butt of the axe shoving it down mm -hmm. Godzilla's throat like the tree yeah. in the old one. And I, again, I just cheered in the theater to the confusion of everyone around me. Yeah. So that fight was so beautiful and it was so well done. And they do that cool thing. It had some of the, to, to go back to the first fight scene. And I, yeah. I wrote down that it was one of the most dynamic visual stunts they did with having the camera in the, the cockpit of the one plane while the plane shoots off and you see Godzilla in the background. I was like, wow, this is visually so gorgeous. And then the fight in Hong Kong with the neon, is yeah. just so amazing. Like you always get an understanding of where all the characters are through different points of view and how they kind of mm -hmm. shift around and shift around. And then you're the destruction. What are you going to say, Dylan? I, the scene that stood out to me and it's a little later in the, in the third fight with Mechagodzilla yeah. is the scene shot from the office where it's the office out of the window. And you see yeah. Mechagodzilla driving Godzilla's head into the office buildings. I'm like, and this is where one of my major gripes of the movie is, is that the monster, the kaiju move a little too fast for my taste. They don't feel heavy. 
And I wanted more ground level stuff because the first two movies in the MonsterVerse universe have like a lot of ground level views of the monster fights. And I wanted more of that in this one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is fair. Yeah, it, Seeing that. Uh, Johnny, would you agree that seeing more from the down down angle, you know, looking up as a human, seeing these fights, you it would have been made the uh, fights more epic. Yeah, yeah, I agree with him. I think uh, I think that would have added another uh, another good aspect. Um, I like the fight scenes though, but yeah, I, I definitely I agree with Dylan. Though I, I would have liked to have seen a, maybe a couple more shots from down there. They did a couple, but they were just walking above them, and you know, it was yeah. just like, eh, and that was it. And <laughs> So, Dan, how did you like the third fight where they're te- it was the two-on-one uh, after, you know, the uh, Mecha Godzilla becomes sentient, you know, and uh, kills Michael's favorite villain um, <laughs> while he's giving his expose about how his evil plan to take over the world and he gets killed. Obviously, very trope-esque of uh, <laughs> these types of movies. What did you think of the third fight? Was it better than the others or was it just like just too much? Well, the third fight, I I think the first fight, well, I agree with Zach, the first fight was pretty much the best fight of the of the movie. Um, the second fight was good too, don't get me wrong, but the third fight was kind of like, okay, let's just get rid of this, let's just get rid of this asshole right now, and they just pretty much just team up and beat the living shit out of him. But it's it's the it's the little nerd with the glasses that saves the day and pours yeah, the liquor in the thing. Yeah, <laughs> saves the day. Yeah, yeah, and then Kong goes ape shit, and then that's great. And I loved it. It was it was a great movie. It was a great fight scene too. But what, once Ghidorah takes over, it, it is it, it was. It, I had a hard time understanding how he knew how to use like rockets real quick, and how he had like he's got blasters that were like making him like fight like Iron Man. All of a sudden, he's like, yeah, he here, I'm the, gonna do, like, I can do speed punches. Arm. Yeah, like the drill and the drill arm, and you're like, <laughs> doesn't matter. What, what yeah, I figure yeah. on that is, so we see that um, Sarazawa and not Al Pacino have been uh, practicing <laughs> this on skull crawlers for a while. Yeah. <laughs> It's the actor who played Bob the Mexican in Hateful Eight. <laughs> yes, I, yes, he is, and I do, I do like him. I just, no, yeah, the, I, they first showed him for like that split second in the company screen. I was like, wait, was that fucking Al Pacino? He, and yeah. it, he reminded it was not, me of Richard but, Armitage in uh, Space Sweepers, which, if you've watched on Netflix, is he is incredibly over the top and just comically like evil villain. <laughs> well, I just figure while while they have been practicing how to operate this thing on the skull crawlers that yeah Ghidorah his brain is active he's probably learning he's like oh I can do this oh I can do this and he's just it's not that important it's not that important in the grand scheme of things but if you want to enjoy these kind of movies you kind of have to learn to make those leaps (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's all about your level of buy-in if you can buy into the thesis then you're fine but there was there was a moment that i was watching that third fight and i was like this is the exact same fight at the end of civil war this is bucky and cap america fighting iron man it was like you know like uh uh, overpowered weapons going here and then somebody grabs an arm and then shoves this thing and then there's the weapon and then there's the other guy with the metal stuff and then you're like all right all right right, right, grab his arms and push him (laughs) yeah you got that text from me earlier with that picture yeah, it's true. Yeah. Why did you I say had a, Mothra? <laughs> I had a I had Mothra. a separate I had a separate um superhero fight with that, and I thought it was more like the Justice League fight because all of a sudden, like King Kong got his ass handed to him twice already by Godzilla, and then Godzilla 
is getting his ass handed to him by Mechagodzilla. And then all of a sudden, Kong turns into Superman from the end of Justice League and he just like <laughs> destroys Mechagodzilla. Yeah, it's because like, Kong's Lois Lane showed up and she's like, no, get back in there, big dude, and fight this thing. Like, I got you, you, homie. It saved your that's life it. for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> and then they, because Kong is a smarter creature than Godzilla, he used the tools of Godzilla, his atomic blast, power up the axe, split the motherfucker down the center. Mm-hmm. Well, we like see Godzilla learn. Kong's looking for family. That's why. <laughs> well, we see Godzilla learn too, and we see them like strategizing together almost. Like they basically went into a huddle. You know, <laughs> they were like, "Okay, okay, that didn't work. What are we gonna do now?" Yeah, and um, it's just fun. It's just so much fun. Yeah, it's what these it movies was... are are kind of about. Yeah, and that's it, the thing. It's like a this, lot of fun. Yeah, this movie is so much fun. The last movie was just kind of dragging, and you're like, ah, oh, the King of Monsters. You're like, why is why, what's all this happening? And I, Kong Skull Island, I thought was visually nice. The problem I have with that movie is they kind of erased the entire story of what Kong is supposed to represent. So that movie was just a cool movie about a large gorilla. It wasn't yeah. really a Kong movie, unfortunately, but it was cool. And you know, but I felt that uh that the the earlier the 2014 Godzilla was a very cool representation of a new style of monster. And I think that this like like uh what you said earlier is it if if those next two movies didn't happen, this movie would be crazy. But because those yeah. two movies were in there and you're like, they were fine, whatever, they made this movie so much more entertaining. And you didn't really care about the humans so much because they really didn't matter. Uh, and this movie was just a slugfest. And I think that's what we were looking for. So I'm, I'm about it. Okay. So you could have had the little girl to being carried around by Kong the entire time and just x <laughs> the rest of them. And then that would have been cool. That would have yeah. been like the coolest, the, well, the coolest at, thing ever. At this size, I mean, she's not even as big as his fingernail. We see, so she definitely <laughs> right, would have yeah. pushed her at some point. It would have made an interesting fight. It would have been like the Hellboy fight where he's got the kittens. Yes, oh, yeah. and he has oh, to yeah. protect the kittens while he's fighting the the stuff. Like, actually, that would have been. Yeah, Very I mean, she she would really just be like a little deaf uh, lice on top of Kong's <laughs> yeah. head. Like that's all that was, yeah. Yeah. Well, and also that would make Godzilla completely unlikable in the context of this film. Yeah. Also true. Yeah. Um, yep. And Which... we, they're trying to balance. They're trying to balance, even though Godzilla is kind of the antagonist. He's not really, and you're because yeah. he's going through be... his 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 genes. He has to fight. He has right. to prove. Yeah, that he's, he's not bad. Alpha. He's just a monster. He's and they're, a they're relying on the goodwill they've built up from King of the Monsters and the 2014 movie to allow to, him to be to someone. Allow him to kind of turn heel for a minute. I think so. calling Godzilla the hero antagonist <clears throat> is perfectly reasonable in this yeah. situation, and he's historically been represented that way in a lot of these movies. He, where like. He, he is a he's, plot device almost in a lot of these which feature another monster where it's like Godzilla does what the story needs him to do. He's, he's not necessarily he, a hero. Yeah. He's a world hero. He's not a well, human most, hero. Most of his movies follow kind of the structure of like an ancient story of a hero or saint wherein you're addressed with a problem uh, and a situation. And because this hero or saint is established outside of this one story, they can just swoop in at the end, beat everyone up or raise the kids from yeah. the dead or whatever, and go back into the sunset. Godzilla is that kind of archetype at this point in his history. He's been around for 67 years. 
Yeah. You know, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's just where, where we oh. are. With it. <laughs> oh, so, dude. You were laying down some gold and you yep, cut out. That is too bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We can't yeah, go back. Bro. We go for it here, ladies and gentlemen, here on the uh, Real Boy Show. Uh, but yeah, if you want, Ro- you're, you're going to have an episode probably on your podcast about this, right, uh, Robert? Hopefully you can hear me. Maybe not. Uh, oh, I think he's, yeah, he's, I think he's completely locked hey, up. Jo- Johnny, are you are you a fan of kaiju movies? Do you do you have like a long history with like Godzilla films or like big fighting yeah, films? Yeah. So who who do you want to see him fight next movie? Because obviously there's going to be a thing, and obviously Godzilla. Well, is, I, I, want to, I want to talk about that. Oh, because right, sorry, go ahead. It's jumping ahead. Jesus. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> I'm the host. You, yeah, you're, you're not the host of this, Zach. God damn it. Switch places. Make me switch. Make me over there. Make me on the host. There we go. Bake for your britches. There we go. Even better. I love it. Um, These visual gags go over great in the audio version. Um, So with the Hollow Earth being discovered and it's an actual place, you have Kong going back to his ancestral home. Because that's what they you end up finding. That's his kingdom. Because he finds the axe and all that. And then you. So now you have the opportunity to have Godzilla being the king of the upworld, in essence, like God, if you will, and Kong now relegated down to Hades. You know where now you have the opportunity to have Godzilla being more human oriented, with King Kong having the chance to fight all these new monsters. Like he went to town with that serpent flying thingy. That was badass. Yeah. Yeah. So I want want to ask you guys, do you think Warner Brothers is setting up for potential kind of like Avengers type thing where every couple of years they have a Kong versus Godzilla type situation? I mean, Ghidorah came from somewhere. I think we go to outer space. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You think Godzilla goes to outer space? I think something comes think, here. Okay, and yeah, that, that's gonna go like it's going to come through like a, some kind of portal, probably through like Hollow Earth, and then come up through, and then maybe they'll throw Godzilla in that one too. Who knows? Godzilla and Kong versus what? Whatever. <laughs> Thank you, Michelle Smith. We are kind of funny. We like to think so. We're a whole bunch of uh, you know nerds, if you will, and nerds are known to be funny, funny people. No, we're not. Um, but. Be funny. Funny. <laughs> We're funny. We're funny. <laughs> uh, Robert, what do you think is next? Do you think they're going to be uh, another King Kong, another Godzilla? Because obviously, this movie is making bank. It's like one of the biggest movies in the last year because of COVID, pretty much. So, like, it's smashing all box opera. Take office, what you right? can get, man. Yeah, right. Do you think uh, <laughs> Godzilla versus Kong? We're going to have a second one, a sequel to this, or do you think uh, it's going to be a long time off? And Michael's gone. <laughs> and Robert's gone. All right, Michael, same question. <laughs> yeah, Robert's gone. Since you're um, surrounded by Godzillas. Yeah, no, I I think I don't think they're going to keep Kong and Godzilla together. I think they're going to keep them sort of separate, but I think that's all right. Maybe they will do like an Avengers type thing, but like the whole thing and instead of making a bunch of Avengers movies, they'll make like you know how they split them off like captain america you know uh guardians of the galaxy and everything but do like 
a King Kong versus, you know, whatever King Kong does. And then like, I would Mothra. love to see Mothra in this new, in this new situation. Yeah. It's quite possible. It's going to happen. Cause he, I mean, Mothra is like, like, uh, the one that you think of, I know I'm having a hard time with words today. Um, I'm like, we're, we're all sitting on the edge of our seats, Michael. No, no, no. He's like, Mothra is like classic. That's when yeah. you think of who Godzilla fights. It's like Mothra usually comes in at least the top two. Yeah. Okay. I was actually surprised that, that Mothra hasn't been in any of these movies so far, but I do mm -hmm. think they're going to make them every probably couple of years. Mothra was not... in the last one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, was in the last I thought, one. yeah. I thought he was in the last one and he oh. was a uh, gorgeous. Yeah, she, uh, she killed oh, her. She died to protect them. Oh yeah. shit. That's right. But wow. you know who are right, So I'm just wrong. I just yeah. forget yeah. movies. Why, why, why are you on this show? <laughs> I have you on show. I have to watch these movies and then like talk about them a couple days later, or I'm absolutely going to forget everything that happened. In them. <laughs> the the last movie was years ago. You've had plenty yeah. of time to talk about that though. Yeah. And, and rewatch it. You know, it's not yeah, like but, it just came out. It I do want to see. Like, it doesn't seem like these movies are like super huge. Like, like the Marvel movies. It's not no. like you have people wanting to talk about them all the time. Well, we yeah. do. We have we have the kaiju master here. Who yes, does. we do. No, there there are people <laughs> who want to talk about them, but I don't meet them every day like you meet the people who want to talk about the superhero movies. Yeah, yeah, true. Which is too bad because these movies are cooler than than any Marvel movies. Wow, this is the second know, movie we, you've liked that we've I've That's, been on. Oh my god, That's um, a strong opinion. It is <laughs> coming from uh, Michael Kobe over here. All right, um, let's get into reels. Right, it's about time we get the reels, and then we can, uh, you know, discuss what we want, what we hated about the movies. Uh, let's start with you, Dylan, since you're right next to me. What is your reel for this movie? You know, initially my thoughts were it's fine, and having let it sit for like about 24 hours or so, it's improved a little bit. So I'm going to give it seven out of ten. It's pretty Excellent. solid. I still think, and I will defend this opinion, that Pacific Rim is the best American kaiju movie to be made. All right, fair. I enough, will defend fair. that viewpoint, but this one was fun. So Considering that most of the staff, Charlie Hunnam fan, no, he is I a gorgeous I man. Care. I don't care about the humans <laughs> in these movies. I watch it for the monster fights, and the monster fights in Pacific Rim felt there was a presence to them that Pacific, I felt this one missed out a little bit on. Pacific Rim Two takes away from Pacific Rim One. I haven't seen it. Yeah. I yeah, don't it's, care. It's like Boondock no Saints 2. We don't talk about it. We don't, yeah, talk, about it. <laughs> well, we don't talk about Boondock Saints 1 either. We I'm do. We will. Okay, Michael. We'll have this fight. It's going down, Michael. I uh, can't going... wait. <laughs> All right, Zach. What is your reels for this Godzilla versus Kong? Because they don't want to call him king yet because he hasn't yeah. sat on the throne. Not yet. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say I, I was wavering between like eight. Uh, I think I'm going to stick at a solid eight. I, I had like 8.6 uh, in, in the chat as a joke, but I'm going to stick to eight. This was very entertaining. Uh, not much of a movie. It's just a really cool fight. <laughs> it's three fights. It's a it's a trilogy of fights with some talking in the middle. I like it. Yeah. Johnny Blaze, my man. With the Cloud um, Chronicles, what are you doing? Oh, I gave it a nine, man. Sorry about that. I didn't mean to cut you off. Right. 
It's all right. You're allowed to. I, I forgot about you. So cutting me you off is all about me. I forgot about that either. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I'm allowed. That's why I'm okay with you cutting me off. It's completely, I apologize again. You know, as the Canadian, right. the only Canadian in this group, I have to apologize at least twice. Um, so Dan. <laughs> at least you recognize it. Yeah. I, I roll into it. Dan, oops, you caught me smoking. What are you smoking for this movie? What? How many reels are you smoking? <laughs> How many reels am I smoking? Yeah, for this movie. I'm, I'm just trying, guys. I'm trying. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to smoke 8.5 reels there, Phil. <laughs> Great. I love it. Right. 8.5 reels. You're smoking. I love it. Michael. Yeah, I- the uh, go ahead, Dan. Sorry, I apologize. Oh, I the the fight scenes were great. It had the 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 little damsel in distress by like a little a little by, in a way of a little girl, and it was great. Fight strain fight scenes were awesome. Um, that I could have done without all the humans, but just a straight up fight for like three hours would have been great too. So yeah, the movie was great. All right, all right. Michael nice. Colby, the man who hates everything except for Godzilla. <laughs> Um, what are you uh, rating this reel? How many reels are you uh, doing? How many? I how many dead been... reels are you gonna? <laughs> yeah, how many dead right? reels are you giving us? <laughs> I've been going back and forth between a six and a seven, but I think I am gonna give it a seven. Ooh. I did like this a little bit more. You know, we had Godzilla in the first like five minutes of the movie, which is always like something I want to see. The fight scenes were awesome. Um, the, the thing that brings it back is again, the, the humans and not just the humans, but the humans that they decided to focus on, they like (laughs) took the least interesting humans and put them on the most. And then the podcasters and the kids are like in the middle. And then the villains who I, I like my villains fleshed out. Like I, I want to know what their whole thing is. You're a fan of the villains. Yeah. We never found out what what the villains like master plan was it was just like uh yeah we don't like godzilla we're gonna kill him we got this cool looking dude who can you know pilot a mech but we're not gonna learn anything about him and then we're just gonna kill him it, it, yeah it was the i human feel like stuff that you're brings pulling it down. stuff from uh the you know quiet place you that that the hate you had for a quiet place <laughs> into this movie. I don't know how I feel about Jelling this. Off. <laughs> um, I and, wish we and had they also, they also didn't kill any kids in this, which I'm not a fan of. <laughs> of course. Uh, uh, apart from the millions of people who died during the fights. Yeah. yeah and I'm that sure was another... kid in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah. That was another thing. Like they did evacuate that city. Like they had a whole scene where they evacuated the city and then the fight starts again and you see the people running away again. It's like, what were you doing there? Why were you still there? You knew that this was happening. Okay. Um, So even the, even the secondary, like even the, the the extras, the people on the street were pointless as far as humans go. I take it. You don't like humans all that much. This is the sense I'm I'm getting. I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan of humans in general, but especially he is a reptilian person. Um, moving on my, uh, I wish we could have, uh, you know, the record all monsters Kaiju master here. uh, It's not just me that that happens to man. It's surprising that it's not you this time. I'm I'm, I'm really surprised. I feel bad for him. I really do. I feel bad for the guy, but I'm so happy it's not me for (laughs) one. Yeah, it is so annoying. I'm like, I'm like, they probably think I don't even like the damn show. I'll be back. This is the most I've seen Johnny 
stay in the chat no, the whole time. Right? Yeah, dude, I, I I literally I'll be on here and I'm not don't touch anything and then it'll just say page unresponsive. <laughs> and I just hit wait instead of disconnecting and then you, it'll just disconnect me and I'm doing what he's doing the whole episode, bro. I hate it. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Um, hopefully we'll, we'll, fig we'll figure <laughs> something out. We'll figure it out. I'm giving this a seven. It's a great, the, the fights make the movie. The humans were wasted. I didn't, like everybody else has said here, the humans add barely anything to this movie. Of course, soft spot. Oh, wait. Robert, can you hear us? I can hear you. Can you hear All me? Right, quick. Yes, we can. Quickly. What do you give this on, out of 10? <laughs> ten? I give it seven and a half. Seven Solid. and a half. Why? Uh, because it is pretty good. And <laughs> the fights are good, and I enjoyed it. It's not a masterpiece, but it's a lot of fun. Out of all he's the gods, trying to fuck quick for you. Yeah, he's like here. busting it out. He's like short sentence. We love it. Uh, out of all the Godzilla movies and all the King Kong movies, is this anywhere in your top five? It is, is no, it we lost. Wait, did we? Hey, no, he's still here. thinking. I think he's thinking. I think he's thinking. He hasn't is moved. He is he thinking? I don't know. No, Hold up really fingers. hard. <laughs> it is. Um, if you can hear us, maybe write uh, in the chat. Might be top, top 10, but top five. Yeah. Not top five. Not top five. Yeah, okay. yeah I'll agree to that. Okay, okay yeah. top 10. All right, I was saying I give it a seven. The humans, like everybody else, were wasted in this movie. I do... Oh, yeah, okay, good. Yeah, I got that right. Top five, not... Uh, top 10, not top five. Um... Like most of everybody, the humans were kind of pointless. I'm biased. I love the podcaster because I feel I resemble him, you know, stubby and round. Uh, <laughs> I never gets the girl. Um, <laughs> story of our lives. Uh, so the total of that, thanks to our, uh, you know, mathematician and $10 word man, Dylan, it is a total of 54 out of 70. So just over 7.5 real. Top 10. Just like. Uh, Not Top five. <laughs> we got you. Thank you. <laughs> I feel so sorry. Like he's a guest on this show, and he's having problems. And people Look, are going to. Hey, be I gotta make a request. Don't ever, ever, ever put me on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> that little bottom spot right there. Don't put me down it's there. We'll, we're gonna it's test that. I'm normally down there, and I get kicked out at the whole show. <laughs> he's down there. And you see, he's not in the whole show. I'm give Johnny Blaze that big thing. window. All right, Johnny, give Johnny gonna, the big window. Let's we'll go. give you Johnny. the big window. Oh no, 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 no! <laughs> Johnny Blaze on the screen. Tell us where we can find you, Johnny. Oh, hey, Johnny Blaze Cloud Chronicles on YouTube, WeTube, Facebook. Uh, please check us out, man. Like, subscribe. Namaste, bitches. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah, Namaste, well bitches. Said. All right, Dylan, you're up. Where can we find you? Try and leave stuff stuff for Zach to say because you tend to, you both tend to kill each other, and the other one has nothing to say. So maybe do half yeah, of it, and you'll do the other. Stop half. stepping on my lines, Dylan. I am very, <laughs> I am very proud of Silicon Angels. Go listen to Silicon Angels. Find everything else at somenobodies.com. That's all I'm going to say. Zach, take it away. You're up, Zach. All right, I am very proud of Silicon Angels. Uh, so make sure. You Wait, did Dylan say that? That's what he. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, you can see a lot of our shows. We have a show on Sunday called Talking Upstream. We have a live version of that on Tuesdays called Twitching Upstream. Uh, you can check the Real Boys out next Monday when we review Johnny Blaze's uh, his number five pick, uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, which I'm excited. Did 
yeah, he he didn't mention that at all. But he's the host of next week, and I'm excited <laughs> about that. So that means it's he can never fault. he can never be in the bottom square if he's uh, if he's hosting. Just so you know. Uh, so uh, yeah, please check out next Monday with that and uh, whatever. Look at some nobodies and uh, find Dylan on things because he's a great wordsmith. <laughs> That's why he gets the writing and you do the acting. Good on it. All right, up next is our special guest, Mr. Robert Kelly from Record All Monsters. Tell us where we can find you, buddy. If you're you're not frozen. <laughs> all right I'll, I'll do it all here you can find him on all <laughs> apple podcasts and that it's record all monsters we'll throw michael up maybe he'll pop in michael you're up what, what? Oh, i don't know what's going on michael tell us where we can find you and who you are uh i am michael colby from jack billings presents uh we have three different series in that thing um i also do a video game show called I love this terrible game. And I also just joined the cast of pod skit, which is like an improv comedy sketch uh, podcast, which we are about to reboot. Um, so eventually I'm going to take over all podcasts Good and to know. Good mine to know. will be the only voice that you'll be able to hear. I'm, I'm <laughs> dreading that day. Let's get him off screen <laughs> so that uh, I don't feel bad. Dan, Mr. Dan Levy, oops, caught me smoking. Tell us where we can find you and all the fun stuff you have going for you. Hey, what's up, everybody? You can catch me on Spotify or wherever you like to listen to your podcast. I'm also over on YouTube, over on the WeTube. And I can't wait for next week for Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Another Bad stoner classic. Tune in. Tune in. All right. All right. Thank you. And of course, I am Phil Better, the host of Investing Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast, a podcast where you can learn how to become an entrepreneur. I interview hundreds of entrepreneurs, but enough about me. You can follow us on Instagram, socials, all that. Make sure you follow the real boys on all the stuff. Bye, Simon. It was a pleasure having you in the uh, audience today. Next week, Monday at, I think we're going at eight, guys, right? Eight, I don't know. You'll see the thing. Make sure you like, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Tell your friends, show up and let us, let us know what you think of Jay and Simon Bob Strike Back. Thank you and have a great night. This is... <laughs>